It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright. It is a pleasure to be with you today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really, really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. Today, I want to encourage you to embrace the journey that you're on. We can all find things that we love about our lives. We can also find the things that we don't like very easily. I was listening to a speaker many years ago who said that if we all had just 100 things going on in our lives and only four of them are wrong, what do we gravitate to? The four things that are wrong. It's a natural inclination. We can find wrong in our lives. We can find wrong in the world around us. Just look at current events or news for a couple minutes, and that's all it's going to take. Focusing on the negative things will never take us where we want to go, so be very, very aware of where we give our attention. The more aware you are of the thoughts you have, the more you can refocus in an instant. It'll change your day. It'll change your week. It'll change your life. Focus on the awesome in your life. It'll make such a huge difference. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. My guest this week is Bill Walsh. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Bill Walsh is a venture capitalist and is the CEO and founder of the success education business coaching firm, Power Team International. Bill hosts and speaks at events all over the world. His passion is to empower entrepreneurs and business owners to create massive success. He's the best-selling author of the book, The Obvious. He's an amazing speaker. I have heard him speak recently. I can attest to that. He is also a radio personality and a movie celebrity. He has a very successful background in finance and marketing, and he spent over two decades working with startups to major global brands to help them increase sales, productivity, and overall success. He's an innovator with a remarkable ability to determine and build success plans to help business owners seize immediate market opportunities. And in 2005, he formed his very own company, Power Team International, to spread his message to a wider audience. Power Team International provides success education programs around the world. The programs are designed for individuals, companies, and organizations that are interested in creating even more success. Bill is committed to raising the awareness of entrepreneurs, business owners, and organizations worldwide. We will discuss all of this with so much more on today's show. And with that in mind, here is my very special guest, Bill Walsh. How are you, Bill? I'm blessed, man. Glad to be on your show. How are you? I'm fantastic. Okay? It's, yeah, I, I can hear you okay. Can you hear us okay? Just fine. You're coming in loud and clear. Awesome. Very good. Well, here's the first question that I always ask everyone, Bill. Tell us about your background. What was your, your journey like, what you learned and overcame? What brought you from where you were to where you are now? Well, I wish I could tell you that I was born from parents that were billionaires and that you know we lived in castles and flew on private jets as a kid, but that was not the case. I was born on the south side of Chicago. Um, both my parents were amazing. Both worked super hard. One, my father's electrician. My mom was a agent for Allstate. And uh, I knew what it was all about, hard work at a young age. I had my first paper out at nine, um, raced BMX bikes after that. And from high school and college, went into trading, the turnarounds, the startups. And I spent most of my adult career doing turnarounds and helping companies launch, grow, and build. And around the year 2000, took a couple of years off and 
decided to create a cool product for small business called Successfolio. We launched it with the intention to give them a great website, get you organized, give you a business plan. And within 20 months, we were in 20 countries selling that product. Um, oh. 05, we launched a business course you know today I've called Rainmaker. And uh, we now license that worldwide. It's our two-and-a-half-day business incubator for small business. 07, our masterminds and our venture fund. 08, we put together global programs to help entrepreneurs that were really ready to play at the next level. And then, of course, um, 2010, our really high-end speaker programs to help speakers learn how to speak and sell from the stage. 2011, we launched and financed a lot of the small business expos in the U.S. and really, um, you know, started out in two markets, being the, being the premier sponsor and the main keynote for the events. And, you know, five years later, we're in, I don't know, 14 markets, about 90,000 small businesses a year come through there. And most recently, we're excited about launching and teaming up with groups that are now doing incredible programs to help with acts of kindness to really help small business understand how important it is to be a socially conscious entrepreneur. So lots of great stuff happening, and, um, but I'm glad to be on your show. That's fantastic. And I love the fact that you brought up the social aspect because that is becoming more and more prevalent. Do you find that the act of giving has actually allowed you to receive more? Not that you're giving in order to receive, but do you find that this, having a social aspect to your business has improved your bottom line? Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, that was not exactly where it started. You know what I'm saying? I mean, really, it was different. Uh, you know, I think when I started out, it was all about here's what I got, here's what I want. And I think, you know, from there, I think a lot changed where I started to realize that if I could pay it forward first, anything was possible. I mean, literally, if I could add value first and expect nothing in return, um, we could open up so many doors and create so much more magic. And I was in a movie, once again, called Pass It On. It was all about paying it forward and give back. And I think at that point in my life, it was really a wake-up call that, you know, you can only go so far on your own. It's, a, it's an old saying, but, you know, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, go with a team. And once I learned that process, it was a game changer, and I think that was a big change for our business, was to add value first but expect nothing in return. Yeah. And in fact, I heard you speak at Eric Swanson's Habitudes Warrior event, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Or so, But something you sure. said at that event that, that mirrors what you just said right now, you said a bird can fly 27 times further with a team than it can all by itself. That was really a huge aha moment, and I, that was the first time I'd ever heard it uh, so graphically expressed. Well, you know, at the end of the day, just think about it, right? I mean, who wins a Super Bowl? Not one guy. The team wins, right? Look at any any professional athlete, any professional sports team. I mean, you know, if you try to work out by yourself, it's one thing, but if you've got a team going every Monday, Wednesday, Friday to the club, and you've got to be there at 6 o'clock with everybody, you're going to show up. You know, right. so what we found is that, you know, it's not that you just go find a good team. You become the great leader that attracts a great team. And I, and I think that's the difference between those that really create massive success and those that watch it happen is that, you know, they're not willing to vote or they don't believe in themselves enough to really put the time and effort into it so they become that leader that attracts a great team. That, that to yeah. me is where the fun is. The reason I love to work with entrepreneurs and small business owners is we help them understand if you have that really big vision, it's going to pull you to where you're going. And before you know, you don't need to be motivated anymore because you're so inspired that people can't slow you down. Of course, then your friends think you're crazy, then you're nuts. You're not crazy, you're nuts. You're just on path and purpose with a clear vision. Right. Yeah. So who were uh, some of the people you looked up to as your journey was progressing? I mean, obviously, uh, you had to be influenced by some really incredible minds. You know, and I was pretty fortunate that I got around, as a young adult, I got around some super entrepreneurial people that had every weekend off. You know, we used to race bikes, and every weekend there was a certain group of parents that are, some of them are still friends 30, with, 30 years later, but I noticed they had every weekend off. They could always go hang out with their kids, and they could do their stuff, and I, and I started to realize that success was not just making all the money. It was also the quality time with quality people, 
And, and, and for those that can afford that and really understand that, you know, at the end of the day, nobody on their deathbed says, wow, I want to go to work one more day. They look back and think about all the regrets that they missed. Right. And, and I really do believe because of those individuals I, w- I was around when I was in my teens, it was really a, a, a strong understanding that to really have success, you've got to be an entrepreneur. You know, or you've got to be a part of a great team that, you know, has an entrepreneurial group that's taking something to a whole different level. And, and, I, and I think at that young age, I, I learned that right away. But I also realized that, you know, you're, a, you're a, a byproduct of who you spend your time with. And so many times I went through parts of my life trying to carry people and help people. And I realized that you can't carry or help them. They've got to carry themselves. And if you're it trying to exhausting. carry people, as my friend Jim Rohn said, he said, you can help a thousand, you can't carry three. Yeah. It's it's a lot like that airplane analogy, you know, when, when you see the, the flight attendants do their little speech with the arms waving and the oxygen mask, you have to secure your own oxygen mask before you can assist someone else because you have to have something to give. And uh, I, I love that. I mean, you, you can't carry people with you across the finish line. It gets really exhausting. I can certainly understand that for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. So uh, let me ask you this. I mean, did you, I mean, some entrepreneurs I talked to uh, had a job first and then they had this big revelation. Was your situation like that or did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? I think I always knew. I think I always knew that I was pretty unemployable. I never was really good at sitting behind a desk. I have a big office now. I never go there. I don't know that's the best use of my time. I think that, you know, you got to figure out where you're best suited at. And I know for a fact that a friend of mine told me, 25 years ago, he said, if you want to become wealthy, he said, you got to go see the people and tell the story. So you, you got to get out there. And, you know, Eisenhower talked about that, you know, one trip to the field is worth three reports. So I like to have my finger on the pulse of the business and be out there in the marketplace. But I knew as a young adult that um, I was not really set out for the whole, you know, I'm going to go to the corporate gig every day and sit at the desk every day. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And, and especially if you're in sales, you, you can't be in your If you're in the office all the time, you're not selling. You're just, I mean, pretty good. You're, 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 you're pretty right on that one. You're not absolutely. Selling much anyway. I, I sold insurance for about a year and I, I spent a couple of days in the office setting up the rest of my week. And so I made sure that I was in the field three days a week if I could. And those were the weeks where I had a lot more success for sure. We've got a couple minutes to our first break. Let me ask you, uh, I know that when you speak, uh, you, you talk about planning to succeed and you advocate a two-year success plan. Is there something magical about two years as opposed to a different time frame? Well, you know, I think the problem is everybody wants get rich quick. Why? I just don't believe in get rich. I think that get rich quick equals get broke faster. So why not tell people the truth that they've got to commit the time, which means commit, you know, 12 to 24 months to go build something great. You know, and if it, and if it doesn't happen perfect, that's okay. And if you have failures, that's okay. Everyone has failures. I think right. it's a mistake to tell people that it's just going to happen overnight when in reality that's not the case. So let's have them, you know, that's the same reason why most people fail in home-based business because – they want to get wealthy yesterday. Instead of saying, let's actually take the time and commit the real time that it takes to build a plan, get a great team, go out there and acquire customers, serve those customers, and retain those customers. And, and if they understand that part of the process, then the real term of the business line is going to go a whole lot faster. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, there certainly is a whole process to this. We've got less than a minute to our first break. We are talking to Bill Walsh, who is a small business expert. He has the Rainmaker Summit. He's got Small Business Expo. We'll talk about a whole bunch of this stuff when we come back. But I'm going to ask him some, some questions relating to 
operating and running and growing a business, as a lot of you out there are interested in such topics, such as customer acquisition, such as connecting with people who can help us, such as knowing when it's a good idea to start asking for venture capital, if in fact that's needed, and what do you need to have in a row before you dare ask someone for money. We are coming up against our very first break. My very special guest is Bill Walsh, and please stay with us because this is going to be an amazing show. I am tremendously blessed and honored to have my very special guest, Bill Walsh, with us. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Bill Walsh of Power Team International. And before we go on, I just want to let you know that you can find me on Facebook. I have a page, Success Profiles Radio. I am on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can find me on LinkedIn. And perhaps even more important than all of that, you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free. I would love it if you would review the show and uh, let me know what you think. We want to do uh, whatever we can to make sure we deliver the content that you want and need to hear. And I also do help people write their books, whether I do it with you or if I do it for you. If you've got a nonfiction book in there and you've never written a book uh, before, I'd love to explore that with you. You can email me, brian at briankwright.com. That's B-R-I-A-N at B-R-I-A-N-K-W-R-I-G-H-T dot com. And we are with Bill Walsh. Uh, Bill, let's talk about customer acquisition because that's a huge topic. Without it, the business doesn't grow. Uh, and I suppose your answer might end up being depends, but I'll ask anyway. What are some of your best recommendations for customer acquisition to those who are listening? Well, obviously, the first thing is start with a great value proposition. Or just ask yourself a question. Does your product, your service, does it actually solve a problem? Because the bigger the problem that you solve, the easier it is to acquire customers. So start with a great value proposition. Number two, you've got to have great marketing. Ninety percent of your success is marketing. And you, you see this every day that people with great products, nobody buys. People with horrible products, everybody buys. So if that's the case, why is it, right? Well, it comes down to something very simple, right, is that you've got to be able to understand who's your perfect customer, where do they hang out, how do you connect with them. So, for example, if you want to market to the 15 to 35-year-old, it's not through magazines anymore. It's through Instagram. You know, they're, they're, they're going to go where they're going to go. If you want to connect with executives, 
they're on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, as of today, uh, I believe that Microsoft just paid $26 billion for that group, not by accident, because they know there's a value there to that 400 million users. So the question is, if that's the case, how do we, you know, as a business owner, how do we create a game plan to go after that perfect customer? Well, that starts with you making the decision that you're going to have a great product that solves a problem. You're going to create great marketing that moves people to say, wow, I can't wait to learn more about this product or service. And once you have that, all of a sudden starts to happen is that you'll start to create what we call the traffic and conversion effect, which means you've got to have the people coming, the eyeballs coming, but then you've got to make sure that you can easily take order, which means is your website set up to take orders? Is there toll-free numbers? Is it really simple to get new customers? If it's not, believe me, I say they've already moved on and you've lost the customer. Wow, that's fantastic. And it, it does start with knowing who your ideal customer is. And if you haven't created an ideal customer profile for your business, that's something you probably really should do. I mean, for myself, if I was talking about uh, my book writing coaching program, for example, my ideal person to work with is someone who hasn't written a book before because I'm a teacher at heart. I love to walk people through that process. So customer acquisition is really, really huge. Uh, another way to build your business, obviously, is to connect with people who are in a position to help you. And I know one of the things that you teach is how to connect with millionaires. There are do's and don'ts, as there are with anything. Uh, what should we be aware of in terms of what we really should do and what we should avoid doing when trying to connect with people who are very influential and, and have a lot of resources? Well, the big thing is, you know, get rid of the gaga effect, right? That, oh, my God, they're so-and-so, right? Just realize that everyone's an individual, right? Everyone's a right. person. So treat them like a person. Treat them like a real person. And, and a lot of that's also is that, you know, don't go there asking for things. Can I have your picture? Can I have your autograph? Can I have this? Can I have that? You know, it's more along the lines, if you want to connect with someone that plays at a super high level, this is a big one, create value first. Yeah. So, you know, give them a genuine compliment. Man, I love your work. I love your book. I loved your last movie. Awesome, awesome work. What are you focused on now? Let them start talking. Because the more that they talk, right, the more they're engaged. And we know that wildly successful people like to talk about themselves, so let them do it. And once they start doing it, we teach a process called listen, learn, and process, right? We listen to what they're saying. You learn from what they're saying in terms of how you can help them or serve them or create some value in their life. And then, of course, you process it so that you can serve that up. And so number three, and this took me years to figure this out because I did it wrong for so long. And I was always like, great to meet you. Here's what I got. And here's what I do. And I realized they don't care about you and they don't care about what you do, right? Mm -hmm. But once you have an interest in what they're doing and if you can add some value in some way, they tune in right away. And whatever you offer to create value, make sure you deliver it. And then once you've done that part, you know, your goal from the conversation is so that they're so interested that they're like, you know, what's your name? What do you do? And now, all of a sudden, you've got a way to create that connection. And I always ask this question. This is a great question for audience to write down. And the big thing that we teach, you know, in our Rainmaker Incubator program, we help a lot of entrepreneurs with what is the fastest track, the fastest path to success? You know, how do you become a better leader, better communicator, have better systems, a better plan, and get organized? But this last part of the question is that, you know, when I get connected with these individuals at a super high level, I would say, what's the best way to connect with you directly? Because once you put that out there, now they're going to say, call my admin, or here's my direct call, text right? For me, I'm not good by email. I'm not very good by phone, right? I'm great by text. So I'll, yeah. if it's someone that's an important connection, I'll say, listen, just text me the details, and we'll follow up right away. You know, or text my admin or call the office, right? I just know that as busy executives and they, their days going, a lot of times if you've got to make it easy, simple, and fun, but create tons of value, so, wow, I just can't wait to connect with that person. 
Yeah. And I, I love what you said about reach out to them in the manner in which they prefer to be reached out with. I mean, I, I know you and I have texted back and forth. I know you <laughs> mentioned this. This is how you like to communicate. So, yes, that's how I'm going to reach out to Bill Walsh. I'm going to text him or email his admin. I've done both of those. Um, right. I'll tell you something, and you maybe you've experienced this on social media, but when some people friend request you and you accept it, they just want to go for the kill right away, and they just projectile vomit their business all over you. I'm like, stop, really. Just You have yeah, not earned like, the right. You're like, you're like, are you really doing that? I mean, you've got to be kidding me to do that, right? I know, exactly. I mean, you, you have to earn the right to ask me for anything first, and everything that you just said is absolutely perfect. Show an interest in the other party first. And I'll tell you what, it took me a little while to get over the starstruck thing. But now when I go to these events and I, you know, I introduce myself to, you know, folks like yourself and folks like Marshall Silver and, you know, Eric Swanson, it's like, you know, you're a regular guy just like I am, you know. And uh, I, I think, I think to an extent you appreciate also, that you're because. Also creating, you're also creating value first, right? You're going yes. out of your way to say, you know, what, can I help you guys get some more exposure? What else can I do? I love your message. We've got a great radio show. We're connected with entrepreneurs and business owners all over the world. You know, we just want to bring them more value. And in, in, this, in this day and age, to create incredible success, you engage first. Um, you obviously make sure that you can make someone laugh or make them cry so that they're moved to what you're doing by the story. And then, of course, the biggest one is you add value first before you ever ask for an order. And, and then, of course, the big secret to success is you follow up and you follow up forever. Following up is such a huge deal. Uh, and I think sometimes people give up because they think, oh, my goodness, this person must be either. So they, they, they misconstrue the I'm really busy factor with they must no longer be interested in talking to me factor. You, you have to have a pretty good sense of which is what. And that's why following up is so, so important. And I know that for myself, if I don't hear from someone right away, I, I space out. My following up, so it's not you know every other day anymore. It's more like maybe once every three or four days or a week. And hey, I just want to make sure I have you know just want to let you know I haven't forgotten about you. And invite is still open if you want to be on the show or whatever it is that I'm looking for. So uh, yeah, follow up and and don't ever ever give up. Uh, no, no isn't no until they say no. <laughs> That's right. So let me ask you this: uh, acquiring outside capital. A lot of people are looking for money for their business. I mean, number one, I would say go out there and sell something. But <laughs> absent of that, if you need a lot more money than is readily available by making a handful of sales, you got to reach out and maybe find some investors. I mean, we've all seen shark tanks. Let me ask, what, what ducks have to be in a row before you even dare ask somebody for money? Well, first of all, you know, obviously, once again, these are a lot of things that we train on that, you know, if you want to raise capital, number one, become a better leader. Become the leader that brings the capital in, that people just can't wait to write you a check. Number two, make sure you've got a really clear plan. You know, and the plan has to be the 30,000-foot view and all the way down to the daily method of operation view, and it's got to fit into one- or two-page executive summary. So, you know, it's not about we're going to take your money and go do some marketing. You know, a lot of times if, if you'll take a really good time to plan it first, which means create the value that shows you've already proven a bit of the case study somehow. If you'll prove some of the case study before you ask for the money, You'll get the money a whole lot faster. But it's really having a very clear and succinct plan that people know that you're ready to execute, right? And so once you've got the plan in place and that's all your budget, you know, it's laying out what makes you unique in the marketplace, how you plan to execute it. And, of course, when you lay that plan out, it's what's the exit strategy? You know, not how does the, how does the officers get out? How do the investors get out? How do they get out first? Is there a liquidation preference? 
You want to make sure you have the right team in place. You know, who are you going to surround yourself with? And we always look for what's called a forward org chart, which means that show me the org chart that three to five years from now, who do you need to make this thing happen? Really take the time to think through, not who you need today, who do you need tomorrow as so you start to grow. And then, of course, hide the big outcome. Pay them big money as long as they produce, but small upfront fees. Because if they're not producing, I'm sorry, they don't deserve any checks. And then, of course, you know, make sure they got the right systems in place. iPhone apps, websites, CRMs, marketing suites, loyalty programs, sales funnels, um, all those little details. But without those, they're guessing. And if they're guessing, they're not guessing with my money. And, and then, of course, you know, I think a lot of times we teach and help entrepreneurs with this is that surround yourself with some unemployable experts. The reason people love our courses and our programs is that we challenge them at a super high level to understand, you know, you don't just build it. You plan it first. You have the drawing. And then you execute like crazy. And you execute if you have to. I mean, I know entrepreneurs are the only people that work 80 hours. They don't have to work 40 hours a week, right? But that's what right. it takes to build it. And so, and so once you've got those things in motion, you know, it's always about um, whatever you think you need money-wise, make sure you probably doubled it. Because it's almost always twice of what you think. And if you're a pioneer, it's 10 times what you think. So if you're launching something that nobody's done before, whatever your budget is, just multiply it by 10. Because you're always going to need more money as you're testing and bringing it to market. But if you'll test it in a small market first, I mean, look at Uber. You know, we talked about disruptive innovation a lot when I speak at conferences. But they started with 200 grand, right? Five, six years later, they got a market cap of $50 billion. But they wow. proved the model first in a smaller market. And it's the same thing if you're going to go out there and look for capital. Number one, stay away from friends, family, and fools, and go out there and surround yourself with folks that really understand that they they understand that you know early stage money is the most it's the highest risk, but also realize you're gonna have to give up the most equity. So I always recommend grow through debt if you can when you're starting out. Prove the model; it'll save you tons of equity in the long run. That's a fantastic answer. We are coming up against our next break. I'm talking to Bill Walsh, CEO and founder of Power Team International. We talked about customer acquisition. We talked about connecting with high-profile people, millionaires specifically, and we talked about acquiring outside capital and when it's good to start asking and what you need to have in place beforehand. We will come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. 
And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Bill Walsh, CEO and founder of Power Team International. Let me ask something, uh, because sometimes as business owners are trying to grow their business, they run into a lot of obstacles and there's a tendency to give up. And at some points in the journey, we tend to maybe lose our passion a little bit. How do you reignite if you find yourself in, in the valley, so to speak? Well, a lot of times it goes back to, you know, who you're surrounding yourself with. If you're hanging out with a bunch of broke, negative people, it's only a matter of time before you'll be broke and negative too, right? Yes. The question is, what are you willing to do to adjust that process, you know, to begin to think differently? And a lot of times it's not about being pushed or motivated. It's truly about being inspired by what you do. And I like the idea that you're going to go through good and bad, bad times. So be ready for that. Don't think it's always perfect because that's not the case. You're much better off to understand that you're going to have some good and bad times, and it's also really good to make sure an entrepreneur is ready for those things because if they think it's all roses and perfect, they're in fantasy land, right? Right. But it's also in those toughest times that you'll find out what you're made of, and you'll find out who your real friends are because during the toughest times in your life, the real friends walk in and everybody else walks out. So be very careful at your inner circle level who do you surround yourself with and, and understand that you're going to have good days and bad days. No matter how big or small your business is, you have good or bad days. I have good and bad days, right? It's just right. that obviously, you know, it's not that we totally over-celebrate the good days or totally, you know, over-overwhelm the bad days. It's that you realize that's part of being in business and you take it and you roll with it, right? But I think the fun part about that is that, you know, when you can start to raise the bottom of the bar where now a good day is even better and a bad day is not so bad, and now you can understand that during those times, right, that who is inside that inner circle to lean on? And, and sometimes you got to mentally check out. I tell people sometimes you got to check out for a couple of days so you can properly check back in. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. You've got to go to a spa or go read or go relax, then go do it because you'll yeah. probably come back stronger and even, even more powerful than you were before that you were in, in the zone. Absolutely. Let's talk about Rainmaker for a bit. This is uh, one of your big signature events. Tell us about that. So Rainmaker is a program that we created. It's an entrepreneur success program. Think of like a an incubator training program for entrepreneurs where we help them with leadership systems and accountability. What I mean by leadership is really become a better leader, become a better communicator, have a very clear program for what is your vision? What is your mission? What is your plan? What is your purpose? Why are you doing what you're doing? What truly inspires you, right? What's your legacy going to be, right? What are you going to leave behind? What business are you going to create that continues to live on long after you've left the planet? And these are all the first part of the program. That's all around the leadership communication. The second part is all about systems and planning, which means that you've got to gant out that next two years. You've got to be very clear and know quarter over quarter what does that new business look like? You know, what is it going to be the customer counts? What are going to be the revenues? What are going to be the budgets required? And then, of course, what systems are required? We talk about your website converting, understanding the power of social media, understanding sales funnels, marketing funnels, loyalty programs making sure your social media works, right? The reason it's a two-and-a-half-day program with a year of follow-up is because there's just so much information and so much content that literally every small business, I don't care what level you're at, they can all use help with sharpening the axe. And those are, you know, if we look at all of day two in our two-and-a-half-day incubator program, this is what day two is all about. It's really about understanding how to use this stuff. And we teach, you learn it, you do it, and you delegate it. You learn it, you do it, and you delegate it. And then, of course, the third part is getting people ultra-organized. How do we help them become wildly accountable? So you know every day, how many people do I talk to? How many presentations do we do? How many sales do we make? Are you really keeping score of your sales team? 
You know, if you are the sales team, are you really keeping score of yourself, right? And, and so the fun part about this is we learn and we, we train that what gets measured gets done. And before you know it, once they start doing this, it gets easier. It becomes more fun. It's like working out. Everybody, you know, everybody loves the idea of being in great shape, but nobody wants to go to the gym. So it's the same with your business, right? The Rainmaker yeah. program is very much designed for that. We've made it so affordable. I mean, literally, it's like 250 a month for 12 months, so they can make one payment of two grand for the whole year. And we load them up with so much content and live events, and they get to go to our internet conference. They get to go to the Rainmaker, our inspiration conferences. They get to go to live calls because of a huge group worldwide, access to our software plan. These are all things that, you know, our goal is, once again, is at a high level. We're a venture fund that looks for deals we can partner on or we can put capital into, but also it's to create the best educational programs on the planet to help small business owners and entrepreneurs. And we believe pretty, pretty, pretty clearly that we become one of those leaders in the whole industry because we continue to go outside the box of thinking to help small business. Yeah, that's fantastic. When is the next event? Well, the events happen every month. That's the fun part about it, right, is that they never stop happening. We have live events throughout the United States and Canada and Europe. And, and for information, it's really simple. They can just go to Rainmaker System. They go to rainmakersystem.net. They can get all the details there. They can apply to go to the program. Um, we've got some really cool bonuses for all your listeners, right? So one of the bonuses is valued at more than $5,000. We've got some great other events they could be a part of. So it's just about getting plugged in. And if they're serious about it, um, we'll make it so easy for them. And we have a great customer referral program. You know, if someone likes our program, they send us four customers. They get our course for free. So now we've really made it so easy for someone to say, wow, I just can't wait to get plugged into a global network of entrepreneurs that really does care, that's really committed to your success. And it doesn't matter if you're a startup, if you're an existing company, if you're a home-based business entrepreneur, or maybe you're an executive in transition. It's a perfect fit for all of those niches. Wow, that's fantastic. And you talked about referrals just a second ago. I did want to ask you a question about referrals. Uh, sometimes I, I've been in companies where they teach you to ask for the referral right after the sale. I've also heard people say you have to earn the right to ask for a referral by you know, serving their account for a while first before you ask. What is your position on when the best time to ask for a referral would be? Uh, forever. I think you keep asking for referrals. I think you create so much value that they'd be crazy not to give you referrals. My belief system is always create the value first, right? Even yes. when I speak, I'll give people lots of websites, lots of tools, lots of systems that whether or not they're ever part of any of our programs, they know they got a lot of great value. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. In terms of social media, I mean, obviously, social media is a huge juggernaut now. Are there favorite platforms that you have for uh, generating business leads? Well, I think everybody here, first of all, should utilize a platform called Foller, F-O-L-L-R dot me. It's a great tool that's free that allows you to put all your social media inside of one wall, your Facebook, your YouTube videos, your Twitter, and it can stay inside your website. I, of course, am a big fan of Facebook. I'm a big fan of Instagram. If you're going to use Instagram, I highly recommend you, you tie it with Pixly or Curlate so you can really maximize its exposure and use the visual images, link them right to your offers. In Facebook, make sure your Facebook page is tuned up. You can use a service like Likealyzer. It's a great tool for doing that. Um, we give you as part of our program a whole Facebook marketing suite that you can use, and you can split test all your ads. You can run multiple ads. It gives you all the news feeds every day, and it's all for free, all inside the system. So there's a, there's a lot of cool tools that are out there right now. But, of course, as you have talked, you know, you know, launch your own TV station on live stream, get some of your, your news service out there. There's a brand-new platform I just saw over the weekend called Videos. B-I-D-D-Y-O-Z-E. 
that now you can create your own super killer videos for like 40 bucks a month. I mean, just amazing things you can do. So there's, there's no shortage of technology. It's figuring out once again, which of the technology, which the platform is connected to your perfect customer and then use everything you can to create value over and over. So they'd be crazy to buy from anybody except you. Yeah, that's fantastic. Let me ask you something else. Re relating uh, a little bit to finding cash that we talked in, about in the last segment, sometimes there's business in your uh, cash in your own business that you probably are ob oblivious to. How? What are some strategies we can find to find cash in our own businesses that maybe we don't already know about? Well, I we use a national group called ITEX, I-T-E-X, so if you've got inventory sitting around or you've got time sitting around, you can trade for magazine ads. You can trade for trips. You can trade for newspaper ads. You can trade for magazine uh, subscription and even advertorials. You can trade for printing. You can trade for printers. There's so much stuff you can do as a small business that many times we think it's all we need to cash. Sometimes, many times, if you have a good product or service, the only thing you need is more exposure. And a lot of times you can trade for some of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think bartering can be a very, very good tool. Uh, I used to have a professional resume writing business back in the 90s, and I was a member of ITEX, and I remember trading uh, a resume uh, service, and I ended up getting X number of haircuts from a barber who wanted, you know, wanted his, his professional profile updated and redone. So that was, that was a cool trade. I mean, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, you, you build up your account and you can spend your barter dollars, your iTex dollars on services that you want and need. So it's not like you're, you know, trading for something that you'll never use, which I think is a huge advantage. I love that. That's really fantastic. Uh, it works. At, yeah, it actually, it does. I've, uh, I've heard you also say on a, on a different topic that only 7% of all businesses reach a million dollars a year. What do you find are the commonalities between those businesses who succeed at such a high level and those that do not? Well, I think a big part of it, it goes back to what we talked about, right, is number one, they've got a compelling value proposition. They do yes. a great job of serving the marketplace. And, and I think a lot of times what happens, they actually think through the process of two things. Number one, how do you acquire customers? Number two, how do you retain them? I think most, the most successful businesses on the planet are not where it's a one-time sale. It's more where it's a customer that buys and they'll buy again and again and again because the value product was so good, once again, that whenever they think of that product or service, they always come back to you. I mean, in the restaurant business, I have certain restaurants that if I go to certain cities, I know I'm going to Nobu. I know I'm going to different places because I know when I go there, it's always going to be the same amazing, great experience. So there's one thing I would tell you to increase your sales and make a lot more money is that don't sell ever. Don't don't try to sell from price. Really understand that as a small business, you compete in the world of value. So create what's called an amazing experience for those customers. So they once again, they love your they love the experience. They're going to go tell ten more people about how great it was when they work with you and your brand. I love what you just said because I think of companies like Disney who do everything right. I mean, they just raise their prices again this spring, but people will still go. It's because they Doesn't create matter. an amazing experience. Cool. Absolutely. And it's something else that, that I'll, I'll say about Disney, too. I went as a teenager on a family vacation, and then I went again two years ago. Uh, so the gap in there was about 30 years. I looked at Disney with a completely different lens. It's like everything was orchestrated. Everything had a purpose and a reason. I'm like, that is so clever. I love that. And if you are able to do that in your business and, and orchestrate the experience in such a way that people want to come back, that's really great. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, you're going you're gonna to get paid for it. Yeah, 
Exactly. Exactly. We've got under two minutes to our final break. I can't believe how quickly this is going. I want to talk about the uh, the idea of being organized and managing time, if, if there really is such a concept. We think about that and talk about that. We all have the same amount of time. Some people get a lot more done than others. Do you think it's due to not being organized? Do you think it's due to a lack of discipline, a combination of those, or I something think, else? I think, that, I think that so often people get what's called the SOS syndrome, so the shiny object syndrome. Yes. And they think that CEO means chief everything officer. It doesn't. It means chief mm-hmm. empowerment officer. It helps you understand that, you know, the minimum wage for a millionaire is over 500 bucks an hour. If you're doing things for 10 bucks an hour all day long, there's no way you're getting ahead. Right. Yeah, that that is so amazing to think about. I mean, I've heard other speakers talk about source out the things that you don't do well or don't want to do, uh, especially those $10 an hour kinds of things. I mean, for example... Uh, I am not a skilled mechanic. I will gladly pay someone else to change the oil in my car and do whatever else because Absolutely. I don't want to spend the time to figure out how to do it myself. And I'm going to be doing it wrong. So why not pay a professional to do that? It's the same thing with your business. And I, I love that. We are coming up against our final break. I can't believe how fast this is going. My very special guest this week is Bill Walsh. She is the founder and CEO of Power Team International. Please do stay with us for our final segment. We will uh, talk about how to deal with the negative voices that may be around you as you get uh, uh, in your business. And uh, we'll talk about abundance versus scarcity mindset because that's important too. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. There are times when even I can't think of the right word. The inability to think of a word is called lethologica. Texas Monthly Magazine recently came out with some colorful homespun sayings. Old as dirt and common as cornbread in the Lone Star State. Did you hear about the Texan that could strut sitting down? But he was all hat and no cattle, which means very boastful, but with nothing about which to boast. On top of that, he don't know a widget from a wangdoodle or a diddly squat. His wife was a mighty strong woman. She'd charge hell with a bucket of ice water. She was always telling folks that he was so tight, he could squeeze a nickel till the buffalo screamed. She also said he was famous for calling the hogs all night or snoring. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. 
This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Bill Walsh, CEO and founder of Power Team International. And you and I met a few weeks ago at Eric Swanson's Habitude Warrior Conference. I want to talk about that for a minute because that is such a unique event. Uh, what do you think makes that event very different from some of the other events that you speak at? Mac, you know, I think once again, it's all about showing up, right? People ask me all the time, why do you find so much more success? I think because people that show up, they're always creating more success. And you were at the Habitudes Conference. Eric does such a great job of bringing the most amazing people together. But more importantly, it also provides a space for those connections to happen. And, and I think that's the fun part. I was in Ireland last weekend, met so many great people there. Uh, that all do big-time Internet marketing. And I can tell you, I left literally with cards and cards and cards of incredible connections that, you know, now today will become new friends and new business partners. Yeah, that is fantastic. And I love the TED the, the TED style type talks. I mean, you all, I mean, you got a longer period of time and a few other speakers got a longer period of time, but for the most part, I mean, people spoke for about 20 minutes or so and it was, it was just right. It was, you could grab three golden nuggets from everyone. And I took a lot of notes. It was just so amazing. I met some really fantastic people there too. So that it's always great to go to live events. It, there's just absolutely nothing wrong with that at all because you're investing in yourself and it's about looking at the payoff not the payout because the people out there who, who've never been out to a live event before, they may think, oh my gosh, it's so expensive to go. There's the hotel and there's the flight and the cost of the event. It's ridiculous. Well, I think it might be a good idea. Why don't we give all your listeners some great tickets to an upcoming event in Chicago um, just because yes. they're here. So we Absolutely. do an amazing event every year. We do an amazing event every year called the Ultimate Wealth Camp. And uh, it's in Chicago, July 24th and 25th. And it's a big party at my house and a big day of internet marketing and marketing partnership you can put together. And then the following three days, we're doing a bonus event with an organization called Sage Software out of the UK. And it's going to be three days at the McCormick Center with Richard Branson, Damon John, um, you know, Robert Herkovec, incredible, incredible superstars. So we'd like to do is give all of your members uh, some complimentary tickets. And so if they'll actually uh, just go to this website, we'll do it for the next few days until the tickets are gone. But if they go to Ultimate Wealth Camp, that's ultimate wealth camp, all spelled out, dot com, and they use the code four sevens. Uh, they'll all get complimentary tickets. So seven 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 seven. Did I understand that correctly? You got it. That's right. That's how it works. Fantastic. Ultimatewealthcap.com, and your code is seven 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 seven. That is fantastic. Let's talk. You you alluded to the idea of negative voices earlier. As we become more successful. You'll see more haters. You'll hear them. They'll want to drag you back down. It's because you've changed and they haven't, and it intimidates them. How do you deal with – I mean, obviously, obviously, you know, it has a lot to do with who you surround yourself with, but what if there are people in your life that you really – you have to hang around some, and there are negative? What, what do you do there? <laughs> well, then you get some headphones. There you go. You get a nice set of bows. No, I think a lot of times, you know, if you're around people that are really negative, you know, you've got to realize you can't lift everyone up, Right. But you can right. do some things, subtle things that can help them, whether it's, you know, having them come to some events or having them be open. If they're not open to learning or changing, you're not going to change anybody. So forget that idea, right? I think it's more along the lines of, you know, what can you do when it comes to the business side to either invite them to support you or get out of the way? Either way. You know, I think what, what Jim Rohn talked about, and he was so good, is that you can help a 1,000, you can't carry three. You know, so at some point in your life, you're going to make the decision and are ready to start running faster with a better team, or do I want to keep, you know, keep trying to pull the wagon all the way through the through the mud and through the 
through the river. You know what I mean? It's not going to work. You're not going to get very far. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand that. Have you read a book by Blair Singer called Little Voice Mastery? No, but I know about it, and I, and, I, and, I, and I get all these things. There's a lot of ideas around the Little Voice Mastery. I believe that it's the big voice ownership is a better way to look at it, right? And what I believe is that it's not about trying to give yourself all these affirmations and redoing these programs. I think so much of it is really more around the idea of having something in your life that inspires you at such a high level that it pulls you to where you're going. And the minute you have that in your life where you've you got a vision so big that it pulls you, you'll become unstoppable. And yes, your friends will think you're crazy. And I think that's really the fun part about what's possible is that once you step into that, man, you'll start to own it, have more fun, and make more money. I love that. That's fantastic. That's great. We talked a little bit about, ago about competing on value versus competing on price, and clearly one is obviously a lot better than the other. Do you think people try to compete on price because they have a scarcity mindset? I think a lot of times they do that because they get into what's called fear mode, and they start to operate from fear mode. And mm-hmm. once they operate from fear mode, it's hard to get out of it. Does that make sense? And yeah. I see this happen a lot. I see this happen a lot where that fear takes over, you know. And and a lot of times, once again, it goes through. You're going to have good days, bad days, good weeks, bad weeks, right? But a lot of times, if you operate from fear, and I hear this in this industry all the time, that it's collective collaboration, and they're all about abundance. And you know, the problem is it's all about abundance when it's all about them. But are they really all about abundance when it comes to really creating value for others, giving back, and doing things? I don't think that's always the case. I think that the human mentality kicks in, and it's kind of like, well, what can I get out of this, or how can it serve me? Instead of saying, just create value first and let the universe yield. I think it yeah. takes longer to get to the bigger results, but you'll get to the bigger results. And then, of course, people say, wow, we knew you'd do it. It's like, you didn't know that. You didn't realize that. You didn't say that two years ago or five years ago. But when they see right. you have all the success, like, oh, we knew you could make that happen. So a lot of times it's understanding that fear is part of the process. You know, many times that the fear of loss is great and the fear of gain. So if it, if, if it means that you've got to be, you know, challenged a bit to get outside your comfort zone, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And, and growth happens outside the comfort zone for sure. And I've heard that over and over and over again. And it's true. It really is true. You have to be willing to do something a little bit scary, maybe a lot scary. But uh, if you step out in faith, uh, good things are certainly bound to happen. Let's talk about the value of having a coach. And this is a topic that comes up a lot on the show. Uh, I know we, talk, you, we talked about the Rainmaker program, which is a, a yearly program that people can enroll in. It, are there separate coaching programs that you have apart from that? I mean, if they wanted to uh, basically uh, get coached by you and your team, what can they expect and how can they do it? Well, I don't really do much personal coaching anymore, but we certainly have a great team that does a lot of coaching. So I'm always a believer that you hire a specialist. So we prefer to talk with individuals and figure out what they need, where they'd like to go, and can we effectively serve them. Even like our Platinum Speaker Program that people apply to every year, about 80% of the applications get turned down because they're really not a great fit for someone that would like to sell their courses or programs from the stage. And so we might tell them, here's another place to go, here's other great speaker programs. But we have really found that you know it's not just about having a coach for everything. I don't think there's one coach for everything. I think you're better off to hire a specialist that works with your social media works with your business plan, works with your finance, right? That can help you in these areas. Maybe you need some sales training or sales mastery, right? But our courses and programmers are designed to help anyone that's serious about learning in these areas to become a whole lot better, and we make a lot of them very affordable. 
I mean, it really does come down to that someone has to commit to the learning, commit to the execution, and then just be open and really be open to stretch their imagination what's possible. Yeah. If someone wanted to become a part of your tribe or get a hold of you or someone on your team, how can they do that? Uh, I think the best thing to do is go right to the website. I mean, our main corporate site is iPowerTeam. That's iPowerTeam.com. Get on our newsletter. They can also, if they want automated updates, they can just text the word success. Go to your cell phone, text the word success to 26786, 26786. You'll get all kinds of great updates from us. You'll get access to our newsletters. You'll get access to some of our local events that happen in the major cities, as well as some inside access to the expo events that we do, as well as the inspiration conferences. And, and, a, and a lot of that stuff is it, it's as our guests, so it's pretty cool. Great. I'm going to pivot hard and uh, ask you a completely off-the-wall question. What's the scariest thing you've ever done, Bill? Scariest thing that I've ever done? Yep. No, I, don't, I have to think about that one for a second, but, um, God, I, I would probably say, hmm, that's a good question. I'd probably say motorcycle riding and going over some ridiculously high jumps and going off some look, look like cliffs that, you know, they always look higher, you know, when you're on top than when you're on the bottom. But I would yeah. say going over the edge those first couple of times was pretty crazy. And, uh, you know, looking back, that was probably without a doubt some of the scariest stuff that I did. But uh, I think you learn from that, too. You know, the fun part about that is that you're not living on the edge, man. You're probably taking up too much space. Yeah. So did you do motocross? Is that what that was? I did. I raced BMX bikes and then motorcycles. Yeah, I did both. Oh, my goodness. That is daring. What are you most proud of in your career? Uh, I would say the greatest thing in my career is the fact that I've got three of the most amazing young adult children. You know, my son Austin is 24. My daughter Marissa is 22 now, 23 now. And my youngest son Evan is 18. He's just moving to L.A. to produce music. So I look back and I think of all the financial accolades and all the business we built. There's still nothing that's even close in comparison to the quality time I spent with my kids. That's fantastic. We've got less than three minutes to the end. Here's the question I ask every person at the end of the show. Who inspires and motivates you? You know, I, I think if I look back, I'd probably say my kids inspire me a lot. You know, my son Austin, without a doubt, I'm always learning from what he does. But I really do think that as, as I learn from other people around the planet, you know, I listen, I learn to some of these young adults, and I see these young musicians, and I see so many of the youth of tomorrow certainly inspire me because they they don't know any different, right? They still have the belief system that anything is possible. So I like to really learn and really listen to some of our young future leaders of tomorrow that really can impart so much fresh wisdom on things because they have a very unique vantage point. So I like to study all the M&A case studies. I like to study and see not where the money's been, but where the money is going and with the people with the biggest pockets, where are they spending it? Because I think so much of that opens up your mind. And once the mind expands, as you know, it never goes back. Yeah. Yeah, that is so interesting. And Marshall Silver said something very interesting at the Habitudes Conference. Uh, once your wallet expands, it can never contract back to its original shape either. That was pretty profound. <laughs> well, he's, awesome. always got a few crazy, he's always got a few crazy things to say, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you were starting over today, knowing what you know now, what'd you do, what would you do differently? Uh, I would go right away and understand the power of service first. I would understand that who's playing at the highest level in the space that I want to be in, and I would go serve them at the highest level possible, ask for nothing, open up the doors and the gateways, and uh, and really uh, become the one. I, I think it was awesome. You know, they interviewed, I think, Carnegie and said, if you lost everything, what would you do? He said, I'd, I'd go to work every day till I saved 500 bucks, and I'd go find the nicest restaurant and go have dinner. And when I had the dinner, I'd go back to work do the same thing again. And he kept doing that because he said it's not about what you do, it's who you spend your time with. 
Fantastic. And we are coming up to the end. So one more time, Bill, how can we uh, join your tribe and learn more about you? Best thing to go to the website, ipowerteam.com, get information about our courses, programs, upcoming free events. And if you want instant updates with our tribe, just go and text the word success right from your cell phone to 26786. You'll get a special report on the five things you have to launch, grow, and build a great business. Fantastic. Thank you, Bill, for being on Success Profiles Radio. It was an honor and a privilege to have you here, my friend. Thanks, man. Keep up the great work. You're awesome. Thank you so much. And this is Success Profiles Radio. Come back next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview the most successful people in the world and learn how they did it and what their journey was like and the lessons we can learn. Until then, have yourselves a great week, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye, everyone. For being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright. Each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to